Have you ever wondered how do I make my narcissist aware? How do I actually wake him up so he actually understands what's happening? How he's actually hurting me? How he's actually affecting me? Have you ever tried? Maybe you've talked to him and you've said, hey, I think you're a narcissist. Hey, this thing is abusive. And you've had it laughed in your face or you've had it thrown back at you, making you feel like you're the crazy one for even bringing anything up. A lot of times people are trying to get their narcissist aware or get a change out of them to make them understand, hey, this isn't the loving relationship I thought I was getting into. This isn't the relationship that I want. Is that you? I want to walk you through a little bit today of understanding how a lot of times this idea and concept is pointless. And I want to try to talk to you about why it's pointless and why you're actually going down this route of trying to get someone aware who doesn't actually want it or doesn't actually care. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this platform to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the seven-day challenge called Escape Toxicity, seven days for $7 to help you understand how to get free, how to get plugged into a community that's going through the same exact challenge, that is going through the same exact situation that you're going through. You can click the link in the bio or go to escapetoxicity.com to learn more about that challenge today. So, Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. We talk about this aspect of trying to make the narcissist aware. You get to the place where you get very, very frustrated in the fact that this person doesn't seem to understand. They don't seem to get it. This normally results in disappointment and this lack of lack of idea of like, hey, I'm just frustrated because this person is not getting it. Like you have these unsuccessful attempts to try to get the narcissist to understand what's actually going on. Like there was many times that my wife was trying to get me aware that she would call me out on certain things. And all that would do would make me rage out more, give me more upset or be like, fine, I'll go to someone else. Like this would happen over and over and over because she wasn't able to wake me up. Because it didn't have anything to do about her. It had to do about my thoughts, my feelings. Like you need to be able to understand a narcissist is a, has a lack of awareness about what's going on. But then there's also the lack of accountability. Like there's a huge piece of like, hey, I might be unaware of what I'm doing. But at the end of the day, I know the results that I'm causing. I don't want those results. I don't want to look like the bad guy for getting those results. So I have to hide it. Narcissist doesn't care about the impact on you doesn't care about how he hurts you, doesn't care about how it comes across. He cares about what he wants in that moment. If that means he hurts you, that's it. Narcissist doesn't care. So let's talk about like what this actually looks like when you're trying to actually bring this up. Like you're trying to bring it up of like, hey, like this is hurting me. And a lot of times the stress that gets put back on you ends up affecting you in so many different ways. The emotional, the physical well-being during this aspect of stress, exhaustion, making you try to get to the place of like, I just need him to understand. And you're running ragged. Like you're losing your energy, you're losing your mental capacity, you're losing your physical capacity to be able to do things, to be able to help this person because you're investing so much time, so much energy into the other person. So many times people will say, I feel like I lost myself in, in this relationship because I was giving so much to this other person. 
so much that you are no longer take caring of, uh, taking care of your body. You're no longer working out or exercising. You're no longer eating healthy because everything was built around the stress trying to be able to fix him, trying to be able to help him. Like this whole piece keeps going back onto you, which then affects your self-image. It adds this self-doubt, this emotional turmoil caused by the resistance to actually being willing to self-reflect, even though you're trying all this time. Hey, I just need you to wake up. I just need you to do this. I need you to understand this. Then this starts to bleed over into your relationships, strained relationships with your family, with your friends that are getting concerned and frustrated because all you're doing is talking about the same exact abusive type thing. And they keep telling you, hey, just leave. And you're like, but that doesn't help me. But then it starts frustrating them. And it starts to break down healthy communication with those people. You start to isolate yourself, pull back even more. You're like, well, I guess I can't talk to them because they don't want to hear about it. Like this affects not just that, but also affects your business. Like it it impairs your productivity. It reduces the amount of focus you actually have on a day-to-day basis because you're constantly getting pulled with your phone. You're constantly getting pulled in the other direction by what's happening in this stressful relationship. You have so much time that's preoccupied about what's actually going on in that relationship and trying to get this person aware. Like you need to be able to understand like when you're at this point, a lot of who you are and what's actually going on underneath the surface inside of you like is is resulted to nothing because you're pouring and putting so much into another person. The problem is you're not really getting any results or seeing any true change. This is where you need to start shifting where you're actually looking, what you're actually seeing. Instead of looking at this aspect of like, hey, this is what's going on, we need to start shifting of what could actually be possible. What could be possible if you were in a healthy relationship that actually allowed your own personal growth and self-preservation, that allowed you to actually heal and grow and develop? Now, I want you to imagine a future where you could actually see this aspect of being with someone who is aware of their actions, who is accountable, who is responsible, and be able to see like, hey, this would be really amazing if I could actually be in a relationship where we could talk and communicate and work through things. Like, what if you could be at a place where you didn't have to be tied down or controlled by this other person? By reacting, by responding in so many different ways that you didn't have to always make sure and manage different situations because of how toxic they were. But you could actually let go of that need, that that feeling of like, I have to change him. I have to fix this. I have to get us back to how we originally were. Who would you be without that thought? How could you actually grow if you didn't feel responsible for another person's growth and development? Like, imagine yourselves just being free of that burden of constantly trying to mother and parent a toxic person, teaching them how basic humanity and morals work, teaching them how, hey, this is what you have to do. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to change. And giving a list upon list upon list with no sure outcome. How would that show up different in your life? How would it be more positive of you actually having a relationship with someone who could be accountable, who could be responsible? What would that look like? For some of you, you have no clue. You're like, I don't even know what a healthy relationship looks like because I was raised in narcissism. I'm with the narcissist and the previous partners I had were narcissists as well. It's a whole cycle that we need to talk about. We need to break down to help you rewire the story you're telling yourself. Otherwise, it's just going to keep going on. We need to be able to help you detach 
from trying to make the narcissist aware. One of these aspects is, is first off, believing in your own worth and the right to prioritize your well-being. Because so many times you're told you don't have the right. You don't have the right to focus on you. That's selfish. When in reality, you've never focused on you because you've been so focused on catering to his needs, catering to the next thing, catering to the aspect of like, if I don't do this, he's going to leave. If I don't do this, he's going to off himself. If I don't do this, something's going to happen because you're left in this aspect of where you're being manipulated the whole time. You might need to get to the place of having a belief in setting and enforcing your boundaries to protect your emotional health and space. This might be a completely brand new concept. You're like, I don't even know what this looks like. It's okay. Let's talk about it. Let's work through it. You might have to have a belief in the power of accepting and letting go of the need of validation from the narcissist. Sometimes people get to the place where they look and they need and they want this validation of like, maybe if I do this, he'll accept me. Maybe if I do this, he'll love me. Maybe if I do this, and it's just moving the carrot in front of you to keep you moving forward to keep you going so you don't stop and realize how toxic the situation actually is. But we also have to address the mindset, the mindset to detach from actually trying to make the narcissist aware and trying to change the other person. Like this shifts from this aspect of seeking external validation to cultivating self-validation, self-compassion, you actually working on you. And some of that is going to be like, wait a second, I don't actually need to put up this abuse anymore. It builds this resilience and where you're able to focus on your growth and your healing. Like it's bringing this all back. All this concept is bringing all this stuff back to a focus that's actually helping you move forward instead of pulling you down. Like you have to be able to then grasp upon this aspect of as you're bringing everything back to you, that means the narcissist has to do the same thing. That means that the change that you want to see has to come from within the narcissist and that you cannot control their actions. You cannot put this, this mold on top of them and make them fill it out. But it has to come from this aspect that they actually want the change. If they don't want it, nothing will happen. Now we have to talk through this aspect of helping you rewire the story that you believe. Once you believe that you can prioritize yourself, once you believe that you can actually trust that there's a process moving forward of your growth and healing, once you believe that you can actually embrace self-care and focusing on healthy relationships, we have to rewire the thought process. Otherwise, you'll still tell yourself an alternate story that pulls you back into the toxic relationship that keeps you stuck with the toxic person. And so we work on actually helping you step through this path of understanding how to rewire your mindset, how to grow, change, and develop from who you actually are today to who you actually want to be. We do this in multiple stages in a healing journey and a growth mindset to help you move forward, helping you practice how to rewire the thought process so you don't look back at the relationship and be like, oh man, it actually wasn't that bad. But you look back at it and you're able to say, this is actually true of what happened. These are the facts of how this person did not demonstrate love to me. This is the facts about how they lied and cheated on me. This is the facts. And as you do that, you start to let go of the validation that you need from that toxic person. And it starts to come back to yourself. And you're able to prioritize your own happiness and moving you forward. This helps as you get involved in community, as you surround yourself with people who have validate and also been through the same exact experience that you've been through. And this helps you to move forward and to grow and develop and who you're actually called to be. If you want to take that step forward today with us here at Raw Motivations, go to the link in the bio or go to escapetoxicity.com today. Sign up for a seven-day challenge. 
You get lifetime access. It just gets you into the challenge, helps you understand who we are, what we actually do. Narcissism, reactive abuse, the fog that you're in, like all these different aspects, the guilt that you feel by being with a narcissist, this different aspects that you need to be able to learn and get the hard truths that you need to understand to start your healing process. You got to be involved with other people that are going through that challenge all at the same time, that are posting, that are, that are doing their daily homework to say, hey, this is what I'm going through. Great place to connect, to build friendships, but also to understand that you're not alone, that you're not crazy, and you're not hopeless. Reach out for help today. Go to escapetoxicity.com. If you haven't already, like, subscribe, share this to help someone else out as well.